This episode contains topics which some viewers may find triggering, including conversation around depression and suicide. If you're affected by any of the topics in this episode, please visit www.nhs.uk forward slash mental hyphen health. And he hopes he's not clocked it and we've gone past twice. And the manager's trying to call us over, going, no, we need another lap, we need another lap. We've gone round and like, what's, what's, what's that in your cam? And honestly, oh. he's honestly, he's, he's ready to fight, honestly. Oh. I wouldn't change it. Like I said, it's made me such a, a more rounded, better person and also understanding of myself. Honestly, I wouldn't change anything I went through, even though I wouldn't wish it on anybody. He held that against me personally. No! Yeah, 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 he told me. He held that against me. Because um, wow. obviously it was his worst defeat in football. <laughs> to this day, people still stop me in the street about this game, honestly. Hi everyone, here we are for another episode of Off The Shelf with me, Michael Dawson, and my co-host. It's a different co-host today. Miles, you can't make it, but we have got some replacement. Matt, uh, how are you? I'm good, Dawes, I'm good. Back on, back on the stage with you. It's been a little while. It has been a little while, um, but it's delighted to be here. You guys know I'm always behind the camera producing this thing, so I listen to everything you and Miles say. I always take it in, so. Well, this won't happen without Matt, so there you go. But this guest today, Oh, what a guest. I was so excited. I'll, I'll be honest, I'm gutted that Malzi's not here. So is he, by the way. So is he, very disappointed, but what an opportunity for me to speak to who is undoubtedly one of my Spurs heroes. Growing up, he was a player I looked to and thought, wow, what an unreal talent, inspiration across the years. One of your former teammates, Dawes. He is, one of my heroes as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> absolute legend, on and off the pitch, Aaron Lennon. Thank you for coming. We've worked hard to get you, you here, are, mate. You we have. Have for a long time. Yeah, you've been on me for many days. No slap with the trains. I've been up north, mate. Yeah, I love so, it. It's great to have you anyway, Alex. Nah, brilliant to be here, and especially with you guys. Ah, thank you. So good. Well, Dawes, you know this guy's story. Um, you you played with him over the years. I know that if Malzi was here, he was obviously here for the whole time you were yeah. you were here with your career. Now, tell us a little bit about about what you remember of Malzi before we jump into this. Because oh, whilst he's not here, I feel like we should give him a little nod, right? Yeah, but we'll give him some stick now he's not oh, here. Oh, that's yeah. great. <laughs> Malzi's great, to be fair. I didn't do a lot of media, so he's always on, how do we do this? How do we do this? Like, Malzi, leave me alone. Leave me alone. I just want to play football. But now Malzi was great. Um, like you said, he was there probably from the beginning, from the time I was, what, 18 when I come down here, all the way till I left. So, yeah, we had um, a good relationship over the years, even though I didn't do that much media. Uh, but now nah, he was great. Enough yeah. of Milesy. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. Let's talk about you, as yeah. Fellow Yorkshireman, yeah. coming down to London, but we're not going to start there. We're going to start growing up in Leeds. Yeah. How were you as a young man? A young boy. Young boy, you, young, young boy. A uh, bit of a naughty kid, not going to lie. Uh, but enjoy playing football. That's all I wanted to do. If you see me walking in the streets of Leeds, you'd see me with my football in my arm. Um, I had a five-a-side pitch across the road. And that's all I wanted to do. Like I said, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't do much. I wasn't great at school. I wasn't the brightest. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to play football. And that's all I concentrated on, all I loved. I wanted to, every day, every moment, I wanted to play football. Uh, but like I said, I loved growing up in Leeds. Um, great friends. And like I said, brilliant. I had, a little, like I said, the five side outside of me. Like I said, all I did is play football each and every day. You had no other dream than of being a footballer. And it started young. Age of eight, you went to Leeds? You were scouted? Yeah. Uh, I wasn't scouted, actually. Uh, my, I was playing at like, Yorkshire Amateurs before I ran, the local team. And one of the, my mates went to Leeds before me. His dad said, oh, if you sign my son, we well, need to have a look at this boy here. Wow. <laughs> and that That's was incredible. it, yeah. He said, come on, come have a game. I went up on the Saturday, pl trained, played the Sunday, and that was it. Signed for Leeds, eight years old. Wow, so it's your mate's dad that wow. deserved the record. Yeah, Is he call. still playing, your mate? 
He plays a little bit. He plays a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He's done all right to fair. He didn't quite make it like to the level that we did, but um, he was a good player and still plays. So he's, he's lasted longer than me. Uh, so he's still playing. <laughs> it's funny how much that happens as well. Remember yeah. when we spoke to Ledley mm. and he said the same thing when he first came to Spurs. He wasn't sure if it was his mate or yeah. him that was the big part of the deal coming yeah, over yeah. from Orient. Yeah. So it's funny how it works with like family, friends, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Got me in the door, so. Hey. Fair play to Very thankful for him, mate. You, you all want so were you, were, were you always dreaming of being a pro from that kind of young age? Obviously, eight years old, you're, you're moving into, into Leeds, but were you always thinking this is going to be the career I want to aspire to? That's what I wanted to do. All I wanted to do is play football. Like I said, I think at that age, you're not thinking I'm going to be this player at what level. You're just wanting, I just want to play football. And obviously, as you get older and people start saying, oh, he's going well, then it starts, it's a different picture then. But at that time, it was just literally go and play football. And playing for my local team, it was, there was nothing better. You started quick though, then. Yeah. You know, you went in at eight, and then by under 14s, you were playing under 18s football. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. How, how did you manage? Because you're not very big. Yeah, you weren't yeah, very yeah, big. Yeah. I'm still but not you, very big. You're still now, not very big. You're not going to grow down with that at your age. But you look at a 14 year old boy playing under 18s. Yeah. How did that happen? Were you just the best at your age? Yeah, I was. I was going through the uh, age groups really quickly. So even at like nine, they was putting me with the 11s, and then 11s to 12. Do you know what I mean? I was jumping through it. And actually, it wasn't until that real age group they really think i could really do the big jump so at 14 i was going well i played a few under 16s under 17s games just doing well and then i remember the youth cup, the youth cup game comes around and there was like yeah as you starting um i made my debut ellen road was buzzing i think it was against Gillingham, and i scored a hat trick and honestly then people really start talking about you um and yeah it just went like that after, obviously. That that's crazy though, Matt. Physicality. Yeah. You know, you forget the scat size. Oh yeah. But you think of a 17-year-old who's left school, got been training. Yeah. You're still at school, a 14-year-old, and you yeah. score a hat trick. Talk us through that, Ellen Road. Look, I go to Ellen Road yeah, now, yeah, living yeah, in, in Yorkshire. I take my boy to to watch. Great place. Honestly, I remember like it was yesterday. Because honestly, when you the first time you walk out at Ellen Road, like you said, the crowd, the way the like the lower tier was full, the crowd is singing. Honestly, I'd never experienced anything like it. Absolutely buzzing, and then to score a hat trick. Um, and oh my God. like I said, I remember it like it was yesterday. One of the best days I've, of my football career, honestly. And it, it changed everything, honestly. From that day, all the conversations started to change because they're like, well, this boy's nearly ready. Do you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, then like, when he tried you with 19s, next thing I'm playing with the reserves. And next thing, you know what I mean? I progressed really quickly. That's, That's so game. interesting, though. Mm. You talk about the FA Youth Cup, and anybody who doesn't know about the FA Youth, it's the pinnacle yeah, of, it is. Of, of the youth team. Yeah. You're playing there, you've got the first team manager there, you might have some first team players come and watch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're talking about fans, it's nerves, it's yeah, everything. Yeah, but yeah. you're at 14, that is remarkable. And Wayne Rooney, he, he was yeah, made, he's yeah. got a great yeah. goal here uh, uh, against Tottenham for Everton. Free kick came off the wall, straight into the back of the net. I played against Wayne Rooney that year. The beat is 1 0, actually. Oh. But let's move on, yeah, shall we? It's all about that, you, guys. It's, it's not about Wayne Rooney. Yeah, but it's funny that you know, you're talking about 14 playing up against 18 year olds. Did you notice it at the time, or were you just that player? You were so quick, you were so agile that you know, playing against players four years older than you yeah. made no difference. It, that's the thing, it pretty much didn't make no difference. And that's when Obviously, then the reserve manager and obviously the first team manager are starting to have conversations with me because they're starting to see that it's not making any difference. I'm stepping up. Like I said, they're much bigger than me. They're stronger than me. Some of them are quicker than me. Uh, well, maybe not quicker than me. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I was going to debate nice that one for a second, but... Yeah, I was being nice. But um, yeah, so that's, what, that's when people really started to take notice. So like for me, obviously, I'm just going, wow. Because everyone kept saying it's going to get harder. It's going to get harder. And I'm like, so it's not really got that much harder yet. And do you know what I mean? I'm going quite well. But like I said, I just took it in stride. All I wanted to do is play. It didn't matter what age group, and obviously then 
you start to see it starting to get a little bit more serious now you're with the 19s and reserves and you're like all right we're playing with this, the first team players are in the resident them days um and like i said i'm still 14 15 years old so um you have to grow up fast i guess that was one thing i had to do i had to start growing up fast what age did you start training with the first team and, yeah. and some of the experienced players that were in around yeah, these so then just touch on them yeah not long after that i'd say 14 15 then you had obviously gary kelly's lucas radovis um alan smith's don matteo's uh woody um yeah all them boys were in around it matt badukas harry kuehl ball yeah wow a, a great team yeah a great lads but obviously when you do obviously they were starting to get me to go across and train with them boys you start to notice the difference how serious it is how good the level is um but also then i was still doing well and that's when obviously they started phasing me in 15 14 i think yeah 15 years old i probably started training with them um and quite a bit every time they needed a player i was that spare body um, and yeah, by 16, I was literally full-time with the first team. Mm -hmm. Did you ever experience any issues around that? Because obviously being a young player coming into that first team environment, yeah. I can imagine that there could be some players in that team who feel like, how has this kid, you know, skipped all of these different yeah, levels yeah. out and now they're playing alongside me. I've been, I've been playing the game for 15 yeah. years or so. Yeah. Like, how has this, this kid got this opportunity? Did you ever experience anything like that? No, not all. The lads were f uh, fantastic with me. Honestly, they couldn't do enough for me. Obviously, I was nervous going in. They could see that. I just wanted to be with my, my mates in the under-14s or whatever it was. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So they was, they was great. Um, the manager was great at the time also. And um, they couldn't do enough for me. They were putting around around me. Like I said, I still had to click the balls and calls after the <laughs> session, I'll tell you that. I had to put the kit away. Um, but they kept me grounded. They looked after me. Um, and obviously, they see me still doing well in the sessions. You know what I mean? When that's what it is, if, you, if you're old enough, you're good enough. And that's the thing. And, that's what it was with me. They was literally like, this player's good enough. Do you know what I mean? He's ready. And that's the thing. I'm not ruining the session. I was, you know what I mean? And I, I was shining. So, um, and in football, like I said, you see a young kid come up now. It's, it's, it's a great thing. Did you still have to do jobs? As I said, I, I only had... Whose boots did you clean? Did yeah, you clean no, 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 I got away no, with that. I got away with that one. They took me off it, to be fair. Once I started playing, they took me off the boots. Um, he had his mates cleaning his own boots. I was just boots, about to say there was an 18 year old cleaning yeah. his boots. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I had the, uh, the equipment. So, regardless of what, equipment and balls. So, sometimes I remember the lads were doing shooting sessions and um, you've been to four parts and they'll kick it over the fence. It's a bit like that one there. Straight over the fence into the field, muddy field, and be like, oh, it's terrible. And I had to get them all back in. But you didn't mind. You were just buzzing. I was just buzzing to be around the first team. So, um, it was part of it. Yeah, good memories. So it moves really fast. Yeah. 14, you're in the youth team, yeah. playing in the FA Cup. 16, yeah. you're now making your debut in the Premier League at yeah. White Hart Lane. Yeah. How did that feel? Not yeah. that you were at White Hart Lane because that was going down the line. Let's talk about the debut for Leeds. Yeah, yeah, nah. You, you can't believe it. Like, you just really don't. Like I said, I went in there at 16. From that first year then, after that bit, the manager called me and said, listen, Aaron, you were the first team full-time. That was pre-season. You're coming with Who was us. the manager at the time? Peter Reid. Came in, said, that's it. You won't be going back to the youth team anymore. Obviously, if you don't play on Saturday, you play on Tuesday with the residents like we used to. Um, and that was it. Literally, you were in the first team dressing room. And then, like I said, two games in, I think it was. And obviously, you're coming off the bench and you're just like, man, this is surreal now. Now you're like, wow, now I'm in the big time type thing. Now, I've not made it, but wow, this is a completely different ball game, man. Amazing. I remember going on watching matches day that night. And that's <laughs> it. Like, obviously, it was the youngest player in, yeah. in the Premier League at the time. Yeah. So everybody else makes a big thing. Um, but like fantastic for me, fantastic for the family. Um, and special memories, special memories. And like I said, um, were they all there? Pardon? Were they all at White Island? I don't, I, my dad was. Yeah. Um, I think my brother was. My older brother, I think he was. Um, yeah, they made it. But I think even I don't think we thought I was even going to get on. Do you right, know what I mean? Yeah. At that stage, because in them days you didn't name the team. 
It was like, we're going to take 18 down. Didn't even think I'd be on the bench. All of a sudden, you're on the bench, and then next thing you're coming on. So, um, ah, special days, mate. Yeah, of course. P points to note there that you mentioned. White Hart Lane was a debut. Yeah. What an irony that he would then go on to become a Spurs legend. Oh, yeah. Also, youngest player in the Premier League at that time. Yeah. That's so huge. And we talk about players coming through now and, yeah. and some of the young players in the Premier League who are making a name for themselves. 16 years old. I, 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 don't think, I don't think we see that um, again for a long time. Yeah. I really, really don't. I, that, that's ridiculous. And obviously, Millie then came in after... James yeah, yeah. Milner came in after Milner you. Milner did it before me. Oh, did, was it before? Oh, sorry, first. yeah, it's before. Milner it was all the new. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. So you took it off, off, off Milner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't see players doing that as much in the Premier League no. now. You don't? I don't see that happening. No. no what really, do you think's really changed? Don't. Good question. I, I think the, probably the finances. Yeah. You look now yeah. that... You might see in the lower leagues, championship, if you've got elite players like Lenny and Leeds used to produce, yeah, Forrest used to produce, but you're in the championship then. So you have to be a Phil Ford and you have to be yeah. a Jude Bellingham. Do you know what I mean? And even then, mm. 16, Jude was making it in, in the championship at that age. It's, yeah, of course. It's yeah. a scary age to think, I look back, I made my debut at 18 in the championship. Mm. Wow, 16. That is, that's credit. Unbelievable. Yeah, true. It's tricky. We've seen, you know, here at Spurs, Alfie Devine came through, mm. became our youngest goal scorer. Oh, he was 16. 16, yeah. yeah. So, and he's then subsequently gone on loan to, yeah. to championship clubs and lower league clubs, and he's working his way back up through. Yeah. So it's not as simple as no. click your fingers and someone's in the Premier no, League. So. It's tough. It's tough. And I think it like you said, it is tougher. I think, like I said, clubs are going out and spending so much money. Yeah. Young kids, are, they're not just buying the local kids, they're getting kids from everywhere. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it's making the path a little bit harder. Um, but like I said, there is some quality there. And I just oh, think, like I said, because the squads are so big now, um, the pressure's so high, um, I think it is tougher for the younger lads coming through now. I think they've got to buy the time maybe a little bit or maybe go on loan yeah. like Alfie's done and mm -hmm. stuff and, and maybe come back and, and shine. Let's move on, Lenny. Yeah. Let's move on. Leeds, obviously, a club you grew up following, playing yeah. for, came into financial difficulties. Yeah. Tottenham came calling. Yeah. How excited, how hard was it for you to, to make yeah, the move yeah. from Yorkshire, living there? Yeah. To the big smoke. Yeah, no, honestly, tough, tough decision. Like I said, I, I didn't want to leave Leeds. I've been open about this. Um, like I said, it was my hometown. I loved it, even though we was in financial difficulties and we'd been relegated to the championship. Mm, I still, yeah. still wanted to play for Leeds. It was, like I said, everyone was there. My family there. It's all, it's all what I knew. Yeah, I've yeah. never even been to London, I don't think. Um, but yeah, they literally told me, listen, the money is that bad. And my agents called me and said, listen, I, mean, I think it's a great opportunity come and meet the guys down in London and maybe have a few chats. And we did that. I started to see the, the project. I think, was you coming or was you there just I was like in the January, you came in the summer. Yeah, yeah. So they was telling me, obviously, Darcy would come in and uh, I think Wayne Routledge, Tom Huddleston. Um, so they were signing, obviously, a lot of the good young talents from, from everywhere. Mm. Um, and I like the sound of that, but obviously still to then, you don't think about it until then you actually get here and you move to the big smoke. and. It's a completely different thing. And I struggled. I struggled for three, four months. Literally, I was literally, I was trying to go home. I was knocking on Martin Yo's door and Chrissy Hilton's door every, every, every other day, honestly, um, because I just couldn't settle. Um, I was homesick. I was struggling. Um, so, yeah, it was tough. It was tough. Definitely was. Yeah. You touched on Tom. Tom yeah. was the only person you knew when you were coming signing for the football club. Is that correct? Yeah. You know Tom from a young age. I'm, How important was Tom for you then? Because I, look, I'm close to Tom. Yeah, we had yeah, a yeah. good friendship. Still have it. But how important was he at that time when you've yeah. left home at 18? Well, this is the thing. Tom got loaned out. So <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> did he win yeah. to Wolves? <laughs> Wolves, Wolves, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so imagine, my best part of it. I've known him since I was 14. We played the England youth team together. 
So I'm like, all right, we live next door in, in Repton, Repton Park. Park. So I'm like, all right, I've got Big Tom. You know what I mean? We'll find our way around. Yeah. Obviously, they're like, a few weeks in, Tom's off. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, but anyway, typical. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I said, it was tough. Like I said, even though like I said, me and Tom are obviously mm. still good pals now. Um, and we kept in touch. But um, no, nah, it was tough. It was tough. But it, it, takes, it takes a little bit of time. I, I don't think people mm. give people credit for that. No. As a, as a young player from Yorkshire, we have foreign players who come over. Yeah, yeah. I think they need time. And I think that's something that when I've got older, I've had empathy. I, I went back to Hull and it wasn't easy. I was mm. 30 years old then. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I had a kid on the way, all these kind of things. Yeah. Young players settling in at football clubs mm. have to be given time. And unfortunately, if you're in the first team, you don't always get that. People write them off straight away and it's hard and they should be given more time. Yeah, yeah. and imagine doing that at that age as well. Incredible. You're only 18 years old coming down and, and having to deal with that. Who were some of the players then at that time that you that kind of put an arm around you and, and helped you settle in? If you're knocking on Martin Yo's door every other day, yeah, then yeah, who yeah. were the players that kind of helped uh, you? was great you? with me, uh, always was. Um, I think Jermaine was there then, I think was um, was always a really good. Even like Routes, we had a really great relationship. We never played the same position, we really got along. Um, obviously, Dawes came a lot long after. Um, but nah, 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 not just saying that because he's doing the podcast, Dawes was fantastic for me growing, um, coming through. Um, and there was a lot of lads after that. Uh, my character was there, JJ then came. And then Kino. Kino, Kino, definitely. Yeah. Kino put his arm around me, took me under his wing. And then next thing, you settle in really quick. And, you, and then I started getting into the first team. And all of a sudden, then that just went like that also. So um, yeah, it was a tough few months. But after that, honestly, uh, amazing, amazing ride straight after that. Cool. So I remember when we signed, we signed Lenny. And I remember thinking, I, I knew you from your time at Leeds. Yeah. And I remember thinking, we've got an absolute gem on our hands right here. The yeah. pace that this kid has got down that right wing, we're going to be unstoppable. And you made your mark pretty early. I mean, it was only a few months before you were, you were pretty much cemented in that first team. Yeah, yeah no, honestly, that said, um, I got, in, got, got into the side and honestly, it went so well. I think I got man of a match on my, I think on my debut. Um, and I didn't look back, honestly. Things was it Pompey? Pompey away? No, I don't think so. I don't, no, I, I think Routes did his... Broke his Routes foot in that game. Yes, Routes did right. broke his that's, that's, foot in that that's game. That's where I got yeah. the calls. Yeah. They literally say, listen, Evan, you're going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we need you for the weekend. And I think I came on against Chelsea, I think. Made my debut, I think. And then I played Fulham at home and had a really, really good game. And I think then everyone started to go, oh, this boy's ready, type thing. And honestly, it, just, it went like that. Quick, it yeah, was yeah. rapid. It went like that. And we were started to play some really good stuff as well. We had some, some great players there. Oh, yeah, definitely. We had, we had a good year. I remember a pre-season game, mm -hmm. mine, you're losing. I think we went to Crawley, you know, yeah. and you played. It was a mixed team. There was a Saturday yeah, and a Sunday. Yeah, yeah it was. And yeah. I remember him coming in at half-time and he absolutely hammered everyone. Really? He went, there's one and Aaron who can be let off for this conversation. <laughs> I was thinking, wow. I went to Pompey my first game of that season. We won. I think JD, JD and Crouchy played for Portsmouth, you know, I think. I'm sure. Oh, Might be wrong. We beat him 3-1, I think. And Routes broke his foot. And I remember mm. Aaron after that coming in like when he's 14 playing, he just went yep. straight to the top yeah. in such Instantly. a short space of time. It was it was instant. It was crazy. How, you know, Routes' misfortune is, was, was your fortune. Do you know what I mean? It's, it can happen like that in football. Yeah, Definitely. I tell players that all the time. Like I said, for me, to, I was training well, yeah. even though I was going home a lot. And the manager was great. Matt Yo was fantastic. People don't realise. He was letting me have an extra couple of days at home. Um, and this was making such a difference to me. Um, and like I said, Routes unfortunately broke his foot. But for me, it gave me the opportunity. And I just took it with both hands. Um, like I said, and we were playing some fantastic stuff. I remember playing with Michael Carrick and stuff, honestly. As a wide player, it was a dream, honestly, absolute dream. Um, and yeah, then like I said, it just 
it went like that. Yeah, it wasn't long before he got his first Premier League goal as well. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember, remember that, that one? one. Against yeah, Birmingham? Yeah, Birmingham away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I remember this because I remember being on the bus actually as we arrived and I remember Mido literally pulling me going, today's your day, I can feel it, you're going to score today. <laughs> well, I think guy. I missed a few of the, the game format, he always <laughs> on me a little bit. And I was like, oh, Mido, leave me alone, do you know what I mean? And he's like, as I'm telling you, it's going to be your day. And I scored and I remember after, I must have said, you know when you celebrate, you don't know what you're doing. And he's like, why didn't you come to me? I told you. I, like, yeah. I didn't really like that video yeah, yeah. as well, wasn't he? Yeah, Hold yeah. the head it's on his It wasn't that much me. older than us, by yeah. the way. Yeah, but he'd yeah. come in like... But he, was, he, was, he seemed so he much seemed older, older didn't he? yeah. But a great lad. Great oh, lad, me, me though, another one was great with me. Great with me. Um, and he was like, literally, why didn't you celebrate with me? I was there waiting for you. Oh, sorry, me though, but I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I was too excited. Something all the Spurs fans, Lenny, will want to ask. Yeah. It wasn't just the skills on the pitch that came. Yeah. Your tram lines in your eyebrows. Oh, mate, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. did they come from? Iconic, by <laughs> the way. Who, who set that trend off? Though, you know what it was then? So I had a, when I was like 14, 13, I used to have a different trim. It was quite similar, but it was more like a border outline down the one side. Um, so I used to have that. And I had it a little bit at Spurs, but because I wasn't really playing, no one really noticed <laughs> it. And um, I was using the same barber, so I could only get my hair cut when I went back to Leeds. Um, and then eventually, I remember, I can't remember what it was, and I remember getting. I think I went for the eyebrows. And I think the barber must have said, go on, I think you should join it to the, to, to the hair as well. I go, go on and have a look. And then it just stuck. And then yeah, it, stuck. it was like... Phil Fordham must have followed in your flight. Oh, yeah. For a little while, no there's question. a few in there. There's I don't a think few. you got as much stick as I did. I said, yeah, I was getting grief every week. But um, <laughs> I said, look, it's still, some of the lads have got it to this day. I said, mate, I set that off about 20 years 20 ago. 20 years ago. <laughs> Honestly, I remember it so well. Kids, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. when I was at school, kids getting it done, being like, yeah, Aaron Lennon. Yeah, He's got yeah. these lines in his eyebrow. It was honestly. No, no. You even, made it. I remember thing. even the barber. Because I eventually got my barber down here in London, and he was saying, "Honestly, Aaron, people are coming in saying I need the Aaron Lennon treatment." Yeah. And he was like, "Straight I, up, I do it." So That's he was brilliant. Loving. That's like brilliant. Bringing me clients. Iconic. Yeah. Kids' dream. Genuinely. We never went down it though. Did no, we? I, I don't. I, I don't think I ever did. I can see you. <laughs> no, with no, it, no, no, no. They also still got the same trim. Yeah, I've still got the same trim. Yeah, tight. Yeah, tight. Short back and sides, please. There you go. Keep your barber happy. Five quid. It's cheaper in York, Yorkshire. Yeah, yeah, definitely oh, cheaper. So right, let's fast forward. Let's go to... Yes. So, Len, you've been here a, a little while. Yeah. Everyone's seen your success. 2006, 7, 8, you were voted in uh, PFA Young Player of the Year. Yeah. Unfortunately, missed out to some unbelievable players. Yeah. Let's name a few. Yeah. Rooney. Yeah. CR7. Yeah. Cristiano to Ronaldo, if some of you don't <laughs> know who that is. And Ashley Young. But yeah, uh, what yeah. about that recognition, just to be... To be named in that bracket and everyone, your peers noticing how well you were yeah, doing for no, Spurs. Like I said, things were going really well for me then. I'd broken to the, to the national side and um, like I said, then when your peers are voting for you, you know you're having not just a good odd few games, you're playing well throughout the season. Do you know what I mean? And that was, that was the moment you started to realise, OK, I'm doing fairly well. Then I was always trying to stay level grounded as much as I could. Um, but it was always nice when your peers were then going, look, you were the, some of the big, big names now are voting you. Do you know what I mean? You're in, you're getting named with the big boys, Rooney, Ronaldo. Um, so that was nice, of course. But um, like I said, with me, never really, like I said, I was always like, that's fine, but let's let's play football. Um, but yeah, no, no, fantastic. So good. Whenever whenever I speak to you about the PFA Awards, I you really give me an understanding of how important it is to players because you're voted by your fellow professionals, right? So it's all well and good, you know, football writers and all that stuff. When we had Pat Jennings on here, yeah. he won all of them pretty much. Yeah, yeah. But I, you, it always, you make me think about it and in a different way. 
and how the professional awards is, is so important to a player. Yeah, I mean, I only got in in one, and that was in the championship, one of my first years, and I, and I didn't realise what it meant. But yeah. looking back then, you think, wow, I've played against these players, and they're giving you the recognition rather than your fans. Look, all your fans love yeah. you. But for other players that you played against, yeah. and yeah. probably many left back thought, I don't want to put Lenny in because <laughs> he's slaughtered. <laughs> he's, he's, he's finished. A, he's finished a few. But it's unbelievable to think that these players have because we did. We got forms. We had to write them down. Young player. Who's your young player of the year? And you put down. Think they've done well. They've done well. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's special. To did you get in? A, did you get in a team of the year? Premier League team of the year? No, you know. No. Don't think so. You know. Oh, I said too many was voting yeah. against me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too upset. Yeah, it's <laughs> been in a couple of them at least. Oh gosh. It's incredible though. Some yeah. Some recognition. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so nice. impressive. It's, it's nice. Of course. Well, further recognition came because you guys both lifted the League Cup in 2008, which yeah. followed shortly afterwards. What are your memories of? of the run-up to that final and, and the final when we beat yeah. Chelsea. See, just running up to it, I can only really remember the Arsenal one. Yeah. So I remember the Arsenal one. He always talks about that yeah, one. Because yeah. I didn't play in the final, I was I injured. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I left know. that one out. Ah, I didn't want to bring oh, it up. Still. I didn't want to bring it but up. Yeah, no, I remember the, was it 5-1 at home? Five absolutely yeah. battered them, yeah. literally, honestly. And I remember that day, it was a special day then. Um, we played so well. And I remember the buzz after it um, and leading up to it. Um, so leading up to it, it was just, I only really remember, I couldn't tell you who else we played in that leading up to it, honestly. But that game, I remember that, and we was absolutely at it, and we was flying around, and what a day. Um, and then obviously to go to the final and, and beat Chelsea, it was uh, incredible moments. Um, like I said, it was good you couldn't play, but honestly, what a day. So you played every minute yeah. of that game, went to extra time, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you played, are we after it? Because oh, I could walk with a year later when we, <laughs> we got beat on penalties. I cramped oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, Even that um, stoppage time and the extra time was, was cramping yeah. right in centre. Oh, there was cramp everywhere. But it's funny because then Woody scarred literally. Yeah. Everyone's sprinting after him. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're the thinking, why does he do that? Yeah, yeah. Until then, the, oh no, there's, 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 there's still time. Over. Yeah, there's still time. Yeah. Oh, my legs. Um, but now, what a day. Honestly, what a day. And then we had a big night out after it. Which, we did. Oh, uh, yeah? yeah? Yeah, rightly so. Well, I mean, you should do. You and just then a week later, we got up. beat by uh, Birmingham. Was it four? Oh, oh, four yeah. yeah, we didn't go well after that. No. I right. think we're still recovering. It's all right, don't worry. <laughs> still, <laughs> en still en enjoy that day against, against a good Chelsea team, by the way. Absolutely. People forget how that was the Chelsea team. Yeah. Of, yeah. Like I said, you look at that side there. That was, they were favourites by a long way. In that they game. were favourites, yeah. yeah. They were going into that as favourites. They'd won everything and was winning everything. Um, and it's funny, isn't it? Because we started to have that thing with Chelsea where we really started to give them good games. Do you know what I mean? And we had that, like, we like became like their bogey side, do you know what I mean? And we was doing well against them. And I remember they didn't like it as well. Um, but no, what a day, honestly. I, so I, I always look at, look at that team, though. Obviously, I, was, I, I never played and, and Gaz didn't play that game. But you look at our team then, it went toe to toe. I think that team went underrated. Yeah. Massively you know, underrated. You look at the players yeah. that we, yeah, yeah, we yeah. had in that team from. Obviously, Chim at right back, Timu yep. coming on, yeah, Steve yeah. Milbronk, yeah, players yeah. that probably didn't get the recognition. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then we have obviously Ledley, yourself, Tom Hood, Robbie, yeah. Berbatov, who gets a line, JJ in there. We, yeah, we, yeah, had, yeah. we had a, a group of players that just wasn't a top class team yeah. on the field. We had a good spirit off. And yeah, Hutz yeah. came in, I think Hutz, that was one of his first games. Yeah, yeah, it was an incredible yeah. group of spirit, and that's what got us through that. Yeah, that, yeah that, no question. Yeah, yeah, like you said, there, like Dawson, some of them players are so underrated. Yeah. Steve Milbronk, what a player. Yeah. Mate, team of China will play everywhere. Everywhere. Do you know what I mean? And still play well for us. Um, and like I said, and like I said the, the, that group was probably one of the closest we had uh, during my time anyway. Um, it was so close-knit. Yeah. Um, and that's sometimes that close-knit and that cl togetherness wins your games. 
you know what I mean? You do dig deep, you do help your mate out without thinking about it. Um, and yeah, no, special, special times. Yeah, of course. I mean, you mentioned Steve Malbronk. Even in that final, he mm. almost put us put us ahead with a long-range drive. Yeah, Pascal hits the crossbar early doors yeah, as yeah, well. Big so many opportunities. Well, Jim, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, 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 on the upside, he's, yeah. He's dinked one, headed it over, I think, and just come off the top of the crossbar. Yeah, almost yeah. put us ahead. Yeah. Yeah. The car was in the middle of the Yeah, of course. Yeah, he could have scored in that game oh, as well. Where did he go oh, through, didn't he? Yeah, went one-on-one yeah, yeah. just to finish it off. Don't. He'll still have nightmares, Don't. by the way. Troll me, he'll still have nightmares. Yeah, you start nah, thinking, nah, here we go. <laughs> we're up, we're, we're, we enjoyed that. Yeah, Let's move forward 12 months as you were 20 at this age now yeah. and you had a clean sweep. Player yeah. of the year, fans player of the year and the players player of the year. Yeah. How special was that? And, and yeah. Let's talk about the relationship you had with the Spurs fans because, look, I had unbelievable and so did you had over 10 years here, 364 games, yeah, somewhere been. in around there. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. No, um, amazing year for me then. Like I said, things really started to go. Like I said, I felt really settled, not just on the pitch, off the pitch. Um, we had a great bunch of lads. And like I said, the fans, like, they took to me so well. I don't, like I said, I owe them so much because they don't realise how important that is for a player. Like, especially a player like me who just wants to get the ball and pick it up and run. And when you could feel, I could feel the energy. Do you know what I mean? In the stadium, every time I pick that ball up, and that gives me such a lift. And I said, and we were fortunate, Dosh, you had a great relationship with them also. And they stuck with me through all my career. Um, and I said, they would sing my name, and honestly, it meant everything. Honestly, they gave me, I used to love playing White Lane, literally, because I knew the fans would be buzzing, they'd be, like I said, be, they'd be on me, they'd be with me. And um, yeah, no, it's a joy. And like I said, I, to this day, like I said, they mean everything to me. Characters in the dressing room, Len. Yeah. Look, I shared a dressing room. I know the people who are, are yeah. going to be listening to this might not. Just touch on a few stories, if you can, yeah. to keep it. Uh, it's before 10 o'clock, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any characters and any stories you've got no, that we, we can tell? Oh, we had huge characters. Kino, Woody, uh, Jermaine in his funny ways. Um, Tom, really funny, <laughs> really funny lad. Um, I'll tell you, remember the funny one was um, Alan Hutton, great lad. Um, when they built the snowman in his bed. Oh Bendy. my gosh. Oh. <laughs> was that not JJ? JJ, I think there's a few like Hutch maybe didn't even know it was JJ. Oh, you did not know. She does now. Honestly, it's snowing outside the weather thing and Hutz buys this uh, Bentley. I think it's a red one. So the lad's giving him oh, a bit of stick. Of course. That. It's a beautiful car, don't beautiful. Know, but then he's going to got it in the red. And the lads are going, oh, what have you done there, mate? And he's like, no, no, it's his pride and joy. It comes in, it's spotless every day. Literally, I said, it's snowing. We're like, are we training today? They're clearing the pitches. I see the few lads like, oh, listen, have we got Hutz's keys? We've got Hutz's keys. And I'm like, why? Why? Did someone get Hutz's keys? I can't remember who got them. Anyway, not to do with me. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> someone's got his keys. And um, honestly, lads are like, come back in. They're all giggling like little school kids. And you know, we used to do the warm up on the front pitch. Yeah. And, and I've not seen it yet. And we're jogging round, jogging round. And everyone's like, and Hutz is not clocked in. We've gone past twice. And the manager's trying to call us over, going, no, we need another lap. We need another lap. We've gone round and like, what's, what's, what's that in your car? And honestly, oh. he's honestly, he's, re he's ready to fight, honestly. Oh, no. But the snowman started to melt and everything. Oh, <laughs> so oh no. Your brand new Bentley, mate, honestly. Imagine that. Oh, God. Brand new Bentley, is... mate. The snowman. And his seatbelt on and everything. No. <laughs> Core pilot uh, on the way home. Yeah, yeah, mate. Honestly, he's like, honestly, he's trying to, whoever's done this has to. Honestly, Hoots. And you know, Hoots was an angry yeah, man. Yeah, he was an angry man. Yeah, I bet someone got two footed that day. Yeah, yeah. He was going to say. I think he might have gone straight in. There you go, that's it. Um, nah, that was definitely one of them. Uh, Timu, have you got any... Uh, Timu, oh, Timu was a character Timu, I loved. Well, let me think of a Timu. Timu was, every day he was up to something. If there's something going on, you knew Timu was involved. Okay. He'd come in, he'd be like, Lenny, what's happening? How's there? What's happening? 
And I'd be like, Timo, why are you coming up to me this morning? I know you've done something. Do you know what I mean? I'd be taking my keys and everything. <laughs> I can't think of one Pacific. But... Timo had one. Do you not remember the end of the end of season? We'd all been out on the night before. Night before. Oh, yeah, Sunday, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. came dressed up as. Was it Spider, Spider Man, man. <laughs> I, Yeah, I heard about oh, this. Man, What's honestly. this story? Yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And Martin Yol, I don't know why Martin Yol had a meeting the day after yeah, the final day of the season. That. So we played Sunday, end of the day, right? Everyone in tomorrow morning yeah. for a final, final meeting before you go on your holidays. Final briefing, yeah. And we've all been out night before. Lads are still steam coming in. Because like, obviously the season's done. The season's done. You're you're on your holiday. Yeah, of and course. And even the managers know the lads yeah. going out. Still called a meeting at <laughs> 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> But the funny thing is, he's coming late and he's oh. waiting for like Martin, the lads oh, starting, where's no. Timu? And I think Chris is running out looking for him and that. And none of a sudden he just comes in, jumps on the side <laughs> in his Spider-Man outfit. <laughs> oh, oh man, lads are yeah. falling off the chairs, man. <laughs> We, we, had, we had real characters. Oh, oh real yeah, big characters, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, we did. Like he, he was great and I think Martin, I remember him going, why did I have this meeting? He went, if you're going to come in like this, what are you going to do for the next six weeks yeah, here? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the thing. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. so good for I think we might have lost a week because of that. You in now, what? Is that 30 <laughs> yeah. for June? I thought yeah. we were back in 7th of July. Oh, gosh, Team thanks, Timo. Timo, Brilliant. Man. What's going on? Lenny, you played under quite a few managers here. Yeah. Did you have a favourite? Yeah. I had a favourite. I would say, actually, I had a, quite a few favourites, but I would say... I love playing with Martin Yo. I thought Martin Yo was great my first time I got here and he really looked after me and that was like, that early part was so important for me. Um, I really enjoyed playing under Harry. Harry gave me that freedom. But I would say I probably played some of my best, best stuff under ABB. Um, like I said, I, had, I thought he was a fantastic man manager uh, and he was amazing with me uh, and the group as well. Yeah. And I said, he, you remember him, Dawson. Yeah. The lads absolutely loved him. Uh, maybe because he was still so quite young, yeah. do you know what I mean? He was a young manager. And he seemed to be the first who'd really put his arm around, not just the 11, the whole group. And we really had that togetherness. Um, and for me personally, I really found that I was playing, I think, some of my best, best stuff um, under him. Um, and I really, really enjoyed that time under him. Um, he was probably nicked it as my favourite, just ahead of Martin Yo, yeah. That's good. That, it's funny because me, me and AVB didn't see eye to eye to start with. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's just... He's, he, saw, he was a, a modern manager, but one of the first one. You'd look at his sessions where we'd come here and he'd have like three little drills set up. Yeah, always yeah. always going to be what we're playing against. Uh, and he, he, look, in, in the end, we ended up on, on good terms three months after. We didn't start well, but I, yeah. it just shows. For, for me, it was the fact that he could get over his grudges, which yeah. we didn't really have one to start with, but he, he would realise yeah. his, his stubbornness would move away. Uh, and he always took it to heart, didn't he? Whenever you lost, he always felt as though it was... Yeah, yeah. He, he took it personally. Yeah, Rather yeah. than look at the players, that was me. And, and, I, think, and I think the fans probably didn't see that side no. of him, honestly. So I remember the, one of the games, remember when we drew, I think we drew Man United, um, Clint Dempsey scored the last minute equaliser, snowing. Yeah, I do. Right I remember, yeah, we're buzzing, we're lads, because we deserve to win, we yeah. played so well. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I remember going back in there and, you know, sometimes you could come through White Lane and I don't know why, a few of us, me, Jake, a few of the other lads had gone through like his office way, just the quicker way, I don't yeah, know why, yeah, yeah. thinking he's not going to be in there. And he was literally in tears, literally like yeah. with joy, in tears of joy, honestly. And I was like, was like what's up Gaffer, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he was like, I'm so happy you've given us big hugs. Yeah. And I was like, people didn't see that side of him. He really emotional guy, really personal. I mean, that's why I think the lads really touched him because we've seen that side of him. It meant everything to him. Yeah. Um, and like I said, on the training pitch, every day he put everything into it. Um, and I really, I really, really enjoyed working for him. You saw his relief so when, we, when we got a result or yeah. a win. Yeah. 
it's coming in, have his tie off and everyone's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We, we had a real buzz, a real like party that's, that's feeling nice. when he yeah. won. But when he lost, it, it's like he took it even more. Yeah. I just think probably as a manager, you have to level yourself out a little bit. That's something I learned. Yeah. Can't be too there when you win and you can't be too low. Yeah. He was there and he was there. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, that's where yeah. maybe over time, I think that may have been one of his downfalls. Yeah. Because like, no. he was a really emotional guy. Brilliant. I loved him. Brilliant manager. And I spoke with other players that, who had him at Porto, actually. Yeah. Um, and they absolutely said the same. Absolutely loved him. But he was, like you said, he took it to heart if we lost. And if he won, it was yeah. up there. And it was, sometimes he maybe needed to find that middle ground a bit more. But amazing guy. Absolutely love him. He still like, gives me the odd message Does here he? and there, yeah. That's he still great. gives me really nice That's messages. Um, um, yeah, top man. Yeah. North London derby, 4-4. Yeah. Talk about that goal. Uh, man. <laughs> to this day, people still stop me in the street about this game, honestly. And um, I was on the bench that game. Obviously, Bent started, yeah. scores a wonder goal. And it was, I remember starting thinking, wow, he scored. we're going to win this. I remember we was getting absolutely battered in that game. We was getting battered. Um, and I remember then, I think JJ... Another amazing goal. That great people goal. don't even talk yeah, about that, that goal. goal. Yeah, that goal. Yeah, it's a great goal. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Cuts in. Run, cuts in on his left. Jeez. Bends it in the far side. Yeah. yeah. Lovely goal. So good. I think Benty got a tap in as well. Yeah. Benty gets a tap in in that game, and then obviously I remember we were all pushing forward, all pushing forward. Um, the ball dropped. Was it dropped? I think Woody's up going up for the headers to flick it on. Luca. Big Tom yeah. plays it into Luca. Luca. Luca, I think it's an unbelievable save. Oh, yeah. the, oh, yeah. Off the post. And, the thing is, and then obviously I've just gambled. I think I'm offside, by the way. Wow. 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 Can you imagine gosh. that? The fans are on the pitch and everything. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, the yeah, fans celebrating. The fans celebrating. Obviously, we're all piling on. Yeah. Oh, what a day, honestly. Because I don't think we'd gone there before, no. obviously, and got That's a result. A tough day, no. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time since it we had. It had been, yeah. And it was the new, I think it was Arsenal's new stadium then, when yeah. it went Highbury. Um, but yeah, what a day. Honestly, I said fans still stop me to this day. The first thing they mentioned is that game. Yeah. Honestly, fans. Did they mention your Klinsman dive? No, yeah. Or, or half, a, half a Klinsman dive. <laughs> I think it's one. probably because a fan the came on, otherwise you'd have done a proper one. Who's this fella? And I bumped into him a few times. No. Yeah, it was me. It was me. Wow. And he knows a couple of my pals down here. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it was me, Aaron. Scary. Oh, what a day. Good day. Oh, amazing for you. Equalised there at the Emirates, mate. And like I said, it was, uh, even though half the fans had left, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the ones were there, made the noises. Yeah. Like, that silence, that stadium, uh, now brilliant. Yeah, of course. It's the one that we always remember, like you said, as fans, like people speak to me about it all the time. Yeah. When they were talking about big games, yeah, 4-4 against Arsenal. The Bentley goal helps it, yeah, of, of course. course. But iconic. Yeah. Another iconic game, Doors. Oh. Mainly for Jermaine Defoe, but I've got to flag you in this one. Yeah. The Wigan 9-1 game. Yeah. Because JD will take the headlines. JD, got... JD always wanted to take <laughs> headlines. It's goal scoring mentality. Yeah, well, it is, yeah. But he got he got the, uh, plenty of goals on that day. Mm -hmm. But you yeah. were a vital part of the machine on that day in us scoring yeah. nine goals. So yeah. tell us a little bit about your memories of that day. Yeah, I remember that one clear to fair, literally. And you know when you're one of them players, I was playing really well at the time and everything you try is coming off. And every, you, you know it as well sometimes in the warm-up, you're like, oh, I feel good today. And that was one of them days. You knew, you knew it was going to happen. And, um, yeah, I remember then, like I said, that second half took off. And then, honestly, like I said, everything I touched just turned to a goal. Yeah. And it's not me to JD. Yeah, <laughs> JD yeah. runs off. I think he ran past me every time. <laughs> I'm like, Jammer. You're not me. You ran past me. Yeah. Nah, that's JD. Nah, I love him. Um, great guy. Um, but, nah, unbelievable day. And it's funny with that one because um, Roberto Martinez was the manager. Yeah. And I'm brushing ah. forward a few years and then. And I remember when I went there and um, his assistant telling me that, he held that against me personally. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He told me. He held that against me. 
because um, wow. obviously it was his worst defeat in football. Uh, well, yeah, um, but of luckily course, yeah. he really got over it and signed me for Everton. But um, yeah, no, you said honestly that was like their worst humiliation. Thing. That is, yeah, I, I ended up getting me when I went to Hull, got beat seven by Spurs, and that is humiliation. Yeah. But nine, and poor, poor Eric Edmund. Yeah, oh, I made yeah. my debut when yeah. Eric scored the worldie for for us at, at yeah. Anfield. Yeah, yeah. That that was the end of Eric at, yeah, at, at Wigan. It's yeah, it, it was a hard hard afternoon for, for Wigan. Really and, tough. And Eric, been, you know, the thing with me is if you have been games. And I was going past him. I was yeah. thinking that's. No one's coming to help him here. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. Obviously, lads are just giving it, giving it, giving it to me, giving it yeah. to me. And I'm, you know, when you're on fire, it's like literally, yeah. you don't think of poor Eric. No, no, no. Yeah. Great for us, yeah. not so good for Wigan and, uh, yeah, and, yeah. and Eric. So, yeah. yeah, no, um, yeah, good day that was. Very good day. Another good day was uh, 2011, which I actually didn't know, Len, yeah. till uh, I was going through my stats. Yeah. That Matt sent. Uh, you captained the team when Hugo was played his debut yeah. at Lazio. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about how proud that was, Captain. Yeah, and the... You know what is, I remember being close a couple of times and I remember a couple of lads, I think obviously Big Doss wasn't there, so <laughs> <laughs> Big Doss was there, I had no chance. And I remember a couple of managers speaking to me and I think, I think ABB might have been the manager, maybe? Um, possibly, anyway. And obviously to put the armband on, like I said, then um, to walk the team out, you don't realise how special that is. Obviously, I'd been captain at younger age groups um, and like you said, and I, I think a lot of people just see me as this dy uh, dynamic winger and don't really know my character as a person and maybe think I don't have them qualities. Um, but I was always a leader uh, on and off the pitch. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's so special when you put the arm and walk the team out. It is funny because I do feel, and you see when people go, fuck it, like, it takes your game up to another, like you feel like more responsibility. Yeah, you, you do, you, yeah. do, you do feel it. Honestly, I walked out and I remember thinking, all right, don't be wrong, I'd say things before, the game, and all of a sudden I'm thinking, well, maybe I'm talking a bit too much, it'll be on everywhere. I was on people anyway, but then like, it was um, a proud day for me. Um, I said, I didn't get many, because Dawson's, Dawson Leeds, <laughs> and we had good captains, we had Dawson Leeds, Kino, um, big characters, great leaders, great characters. Um, but now a special day that was, yeah. Another special night, Lenny, was, was one of my favorite nights actually, and, and we, had, we had quite a few. Yeah. San Siro, oh. AC Milan, oh, yes. Crouchy, yeah. Lennon delivery. Yeah, yeah. Go on, Crouchy, pop that one in, off we go. <laughs> Let's just touch on that on that night. That was incredible. Yeah, amazing night. Um, like I said, I remember getting there, not being to San Siro before. I, remember, I think we trained there the night before. Yeah. It's quite old, the long walk to the, oh, uh, to down the, the tunnel. Pitch, down the tunnel. Um, obviously, we get there match day. There's fireworks going off. We're like, whoa, this is a special night. And they had some big players playing that night. Do you know what I mean? Nesta. Ibrahimovic, Gattuso, um, the famous Gattuso, Joe Jordan incident. Yep, of um, course. So it was going off, it was heated already, we could feel it, even in like, I remember even being in the tunnel and it was already half kicking off beforehand, um, obviously throughout the game. But we was playing well. And I remember in that game, I remember thinking, I, I remember thinking I can go past the fullback, I was going past him, but I wasn't, sometimes my final ball wasn't right or we just, we just missed a chance. And I remember thinking, we'll get one here, we'll get one. There's chances, they was giving us chances and they was a good side. Um, and then obviously the breakaway was just, that's why my eyes lit up, man. <laughs> if you said to me, give me an opportunity, I'm like, give me that one against anyone. Give me that opportunity, running at you and you're backpedaling. I don't care who it was. Um, and I knew he, the only way he was going to try and I knew he was going to try and wipe me out. And I knew all I have to do is avoid him taking me out. And then obviously I'd, I'd seen Crouchy. I'd already seen Crouchy. I'd already seen Crouchy and it's like, there you go, Crouchy. And now oh, what a day. Put it on a plate and then little, little and large were uh, celebrating. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Took a run and still that like celebration. Yeah. I still see it in the pair of them. You know, so funny because it was brilliant. Not, it comes up, doesn't it? It was um, like 10, 13 years to the day or something. It pops up on your Insta and Twitter. Oh, okay. So it wasn't that long. It was only the other week. Yeah. 
Um, so I rewatched it again, and still to this day, you're like, ah, oh, I still have to watch it ten times. Ah, oh, because uh, they were some team, by the way. That's they were. Yeah, you look at players. the players. Oh my goodness! Was, wow. An absolute. That yeah. was a real AC Milan team. They was. Um, superstars all over the pitch. They were. Yeah, and they were experienced um, in that part yeah. of the Champions yeah, League. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about last 16 football yeah. here. This yeah, is yeah. something that we hadn't really done before. No, yeah. never been there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it so, was new for us. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was something completely different. Yeah. So for them to come play against us, they must be thinking, these new guys, these new guys will, will do well, it. We, 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 we were major underdogs going into that yeah, game. Yeah, going yeah, going away can't, from home. I can't imagine what the odds was. I can't imagine, it must have been 10 to 1, I reckon, we were there. Yeah, easy. Probably yeah, yeah. San Siro, you think away from home, and then to bring the lead back and yeah. and go through was incredible. So good. Yeah. We'll we'll leave the burn about. We'll leave that yeah. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Forgotten about it. Forgotten That's about it. We had it's a good, good. night. But, uh, <laughs> right, let's let's fast forward it then to your to your England England days. Yeah. Um, how many caps did he get? Twenty one caps. Should have had yeah. a lot more. Yeah. Um, yeah. But just touch on how, how proud that was to put the three lions on your on your chest. Yeah, amazing. Um, I think people don't realise how how special that is. And I was fortunate, I got to, like I said, so I come through at uh, Spurs there in 19, that same season, people forget, I went to the World Cup that summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2006. Um, 2006, yeah, so 19. Um, and that's, honestly, people don't, that is still to me was the best thing I've ever experienced. Um, just the streets, the crowd, the games. Honestly, it was, it was unbelievable. I, honestly, it was every day, it was, it was so special. Honestly, honestly, it was some of the, it was so real for me, like, the press everywhere was like, what is this even? Do you know what I mean? And it was, um, and then obviously getting on the pitch and playing with them boys um, was such such an amazing experience and also devastating. Like when we lost on penalties, honestly, like, and I mean, really heartbroken, like really, really heartbroken. Um, but no, I love playing for England. Um, don't be wrong. I should have probably had more caps. Um, I had a lot of injuries when I was younger. I didn't like the long trips. I, you know, I didn't, I'm, I've been open about that. Um, yeah, um, but actually playing for England, stepping out with that shirt on, singing, uh, listening to the anthem, when that comes, your hair stand up. Like I said, you're holding back tears at times, mate. It's it's uh, it's it's really special. And I'm, Did you ever get nervous, lad? Um, Were you ever a nervous player? Because no, never yeah, at all. Not really. Did you not? <laughs> That's so bizarre. Yeah, that yeah, I yeah, asked. Yeah, yeah. I asked ask this question um, to a lot of players. Yeah. yeah. And, and probably more players. I think there's only Tom and yourself who said, I imagine Tom never getting nervous. Yeah. Yeah. But most players I played with, you could you could feel their anxiety, wanting to do well. You never really felt the nerves. Never ner I remember, like, I used to always get excitement. That yeah. was my problem, honestly. Like, with night games, sometimes, especially when I was younger, I would be so excited in my room <laughs> in the <laughs> afternoons. Like, yeah. lads are like, I need to get a nappy, I need to get a sleep. I would be buzzing, buzzing. Like, literally. And I remember even, I remember lads pulling me at that England tournament and saying, I was like, how come you're not nervous? Yeah. Like, and, <laughs> I remember Sven was brilliant and Sven would come in and get like um, the Chelsea fellow, what's his name? Billy. Billy, man. Billy. Oh, oh, what, a guy. what a character. He'd get the, him to tell a joke yeah. to calm the nerves down because you could feel yeah. the tension yeah. in the dressing room. And do you know what I mean? Some of the big dogs, you could feel those nerves. Yeah. Not, and do you know what I mean? That's, They're not hiding it. Yeah, that's of course, yeah. yeah. And I remember I was a so relaxed. But it was like that playing football on me, yeah. honestly. Away from the pitch and other circumstances, yeah. I get more nervous doing this. Right, you don't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, but nah. honestly, you put me on. Say, yeah. Listen, let's go play a game of football. It doesn't matter who it was. That's brilliant. I didn't, I didn't feel the pressure of that. I didn't feel the stadium. I, I obviously, yeah. I could blank that out. Even throughout my whole career, I had that. That's good because that's something I speak about now. Finish that there. Even when I speak to, to Daniel or Donna, I speak to, to players that play for this football club. You have yeah. expectation, you have pressure, yeah. and it's hard mentally. I, I probably didn't realise I was in that bubble when I was here for nine and a half years, and then I went to Hull, I had a, a newborn, and I just felt, 
yeah. relief. Mm -hmm. And it, it's wrong that you, th you don't realise you're in it. Yeah. And that's why I always ask that question to think you did yeah. you have that pressure. And that's what I always, always think for players that you're at the top. Every minute of the day, you're under scrutiny to perform, yeah, and, and yeah. that the mental side as much as the the of physical course. side. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Like I said, that was. I think it's one of why I played for so long, also. Yeah. Because I could deal with that part of it. That part didn't bother me. Yeah. Like I said, I could deal with that side of it. Stepping out onto a football pitch, give me a football like we're going to play, no problem. Like I said, like I said I'd get more nervous doing podcasts and shows. And yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, then after 364 appearances, I was right. I did get it right earlier. Yeah, that's go. good knowledge. The day came when yeah. uh, when you left. Yeah. Just talk about how sad you were and how hard it was to leave because yeah. I've been open. Yeah. No, I was uh, I was gutted. I, to be fair, I knew it was coming. Obviously, yeah. um, I wasn't playing much. Yeah. I'd been out of squads, um, but it was still tough because at that time I still felt. I could play on that side. Um, and obviously when you've been here so long, do you know what I mean, Darcy? Yeah. It was like, and this club was like home then. Yeah. It was home. I'd been at Leeds, obviously from 8 to 18, but from 18 to 28, this yeah. was home. Yeah. And it became home, not just the group, the fans, everything, um, the staff, everyone evolved. I was literally, and I was one of the older players, I was yeah. one of the more senior boys then. Um, but yeah, no, it was tough. You know it's coming, I knew it was coming, but even still that day, until it actually happens, you don't realise how hard it hits you. Mm. Um, because I went on loan first. I went on loan yeah, that's to right. Everton. Yeah, to yeah. Everton. So I went on loan. That happened late on in the winter. Might happen the last day of the winter also. Yeah. But I remember, like I said, and I remember being sat with Daniel and we was both sat there and um, yeah, and I remember even he, like I could say, we was both in that. It was it was quite yeah, awkward because yeah, yeah, I yeah. didn't want to. I think he didn't want me to leave yeah. also. But even then, I was saying, listen, it's right. We both know yeah. it's right. I'm not playing. I need to play. Um, and yeah, no, it, it's tough. It's mm. tough. After, like I said, after ten years, mate, it's. Um, but you wanted to keep playing football, and you weren't playing here. Yeah. So you had to. Yeah. Had and to leave to go and, yeah. and play and play was, something that you love doing. And that was me. That even the professional I was and whatnot, I was training hard and training hard. Um, but at the end of it, when you're not playing at the end of the week, and sometimes you're not even in squads. Yeah. You know it's like, oh, it gets yeah. tough then, and it was like, listen, regardless of everything, I need to play football. Um, and yeah, it was. Uh, it was sad, but yeah. listen. Listen, that's part of the game. Of course it is, it? yeah, of course it. It. Every, Everything good comes to an end, I guess. It certainly does. And you had a, a little stint in, in Turkey. Yeah. How was yeah. that? Different uh, experience? One you enjoyed? Completely different. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was, it was so strange. People asked me at the time, and I think because I came back so quickly, people seemed to think that I probably didn't enjoy it. Um, absolutely loved it. Completely different. Um, having to be, being on the other side of it, like having to have a translator, um, not knowing the language, um, different way of playing different cultures like we train sometimes around praying time and stuff like that what you'd have to you don't realize do you know what i mean um obviously the sun <laughs> out every makes day. a difference <laughs> yeah, 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 down so honestly putting your shorts on every day to go to work um but no i absolutely loved it um and they were first class with me um absolutely loved it but honestly i would have stayed there if i didn't um my missus got pregnant whilst we was there and we wanted to raise a little man in england so um yeah, a little year there, but honestly, really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, but remember, we, you spoke to Les Ferdinand. One of the very earlier podcasts that we did, he, he spoke about his, his time in Turkey, yeah. and he was only there for a brief period on loan. He absolutely loved it. Yeah. So many players go out there and, and, and love it. Do you know, I, I never experienced playing in a different country, but yeah. the culture and way of, way of life, just to try it for a year must be... Yeah. Now you've been and done it, and you say family comes along, and yeah. Yeah, you of have different responsibilities, but just to go out there and try it must have been... Honestly, been I'm so happy I did it. Yeah. I say it to people all the time. I'm so yeah. glad I did it, honestly. People are like, oh... Because everyone thinks, oh, if you don't go to Turkey, you have to go to Istanbul. Honestly, I was in like the Turkish mountains in the middle of nowhere. Yeah absolutely loved it 
It is, uh, and I think it's honestly it's an underrated league. People think, oh, you could go out there and just play and just turn up. Honestly, there's some really, really good teams out there, really good players. Like I said, it's um, everything's done. Like people think, oh, you could go there, be at 80, 70 percent. No chance. You have to be there 100 percent every single day. Um, but like I said, really underrated league, but fantastic. I really loved it. It's brilliant. Yeah. Obviously, in between all of that, yeah. there was uh, some mental health struggles yeah. that you went through. Yeah. And I know you've spoken openly about that yeah. since then and, and at the time. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how that all happened and, and how you overcame that to, yeah. to kind of be where you are today. Yes, it was a strange one, to be honest, because at the time, and I've said this um, openly a few times, I hadn't noticed really the first signs. Um, I was just going along obviously still trying to get going into training as normal. Um, but what I, when I'm, obviously I only noticed looking back, I didn't notice it until I, obviously I was really getting help and I was in the hospital. Um, but then until I started doing the work backwards and starting to realize where it stemmed and how it was starting, obviously I'd start not realize I was struggling with my sleep. Um, I wasn't feeling as good. I wasn't enjoying things the same and not knowing why I had a few things going on. Obviously football weren't going as good. I had a few things going on in the family and stuff. Um, but I hadn't realised this was happening. I hadn't realised that my mental health was deteriorating and fast. Um, and obviously with football, you don't really get no time to reflect. Mm. And I say this openly now, like I could look after myself physically so well, as in, you could tell me any part of the body, I'll tell you how to rehab it. Like I studied the whole body, I was really good with that um, and could prevent, after a certain age, could stop myself getting injured. But mentally, I had no idea about the mind. I didn't know, no idea even about mine. I'd never looked at it, I'd never even asked myself how to feel. You just go on with life and when you play football, you don't stop. Um, so yeah, and then I moved to Everton. So this happened probably, when I, first started, when I worked back, I first started to notice it probably towards the end of Spurs times. Um, I moved to Everton and that kind of masked it for a little bit. It was a new environment, uh, new club, new surroundings. So it kind of put a plaster over it, do you know what I mean? Um, but then, like I said, that soon came off and I was getting worse by the day. Like I said, I was, my, my, like I said, I was becoming depressed. I was struggling to get into training. Um, obviously, and once you, all this starts, you stop, you're not sleeping, you're struggling to get to work, your diet is not as good because you're knackered. Um, obviously, you're not training as good. So it all it quickly did that and it spiraled really, really fast to where I'm in a really, really bad place, suicidal, um, can't get out of bed. Um, and yeah, in a really, really dark place. Um, and obviously, end up being sectioned, going to the hospital. Um, and yeah, like, obviously start getting the help, start to really improve, and then really start to look at myself, uh, mentally anyway. Um, and like I said, to this day, I wouldn't change it. Like I said, it's made me such a, a more rounded, better person, and also understanding of myself. Honestly, I wouldn't change anything I went through, even though I wouldn't wish it on anybody. Um, but yeah, I started to do the work with the doctors, the therapists, um, suddenly got back into football. Uh, continue to do the work on myself um, and don't get me wrong I was still doing that when I came out of the hospital don't get me wrong I went back into football and was managed don't get me wrong I was not like in bed but there was days where I was still struggling um, so I was doing that for a little bit but it eventually started to click I started to learn about myself I was still working with people um, and then eventually it all clicked I started to really really understand what works for me what doesn't um, and I really started to go like that and I really started digging into the mind and to this day like I said my whole life's changed of how I look at myself always. Um, I look inwards, I don't just look at myself physically. I look at how I'm feeling. Um, I journal now, I meditate, I do all these amazing things you don't realise and I'm like, wow, I wish I knew these things even when I was younger. Because I say this to people now, like, when I even came back and got into this amazing place, probably after, even during Turkey and after Turkey, 
I was in the best place of my life, even enjoying football even more than ever. Um, and that's because I could understand and I was doing all that work and I was like, wow, like, you don't realise how it goes hand in hand. And when you play football, you don't really get that time to look within. You always ask, how's the body, how's the legs? You know, it is in football, yeah. how are you feeling? But never say, how's your head? Yeah. And we do it as, as players, yeah. whereas you, sh you need to, yeah. you should. And honestly, you realise the difference. Like, I do it now and honestly, it's changed my whole life. Like, I'm like, wow, if I'd have known this 10 years ago, who knows where my career would have gone. Yeah. Um, but no, like I said, I wouldn't change it because of what it's done to me and what, how it's made me. Um, but yeah, tough times, but um, like I said, um, an amazing place now. And um, yeah, no, it's, I'm really good and enjoying life and back here. And yeah, yeah it's, it's like seven years ago now, but like I said, it's, it was a rocky road, but now it's, um, now I won't say a brilliant experience, but it's, it's made me um, a much better person, I guess. I think what we have to touch on is how open you've been yeah. and how many people you've helped. Yes. I think that's that's the the indication we have to get that mm -hmm. you went through such a hard, hard time yeah. and now you're helping people who are going through it and you can speak about it. Yeah. You've experienced them them really dark days and I think that's credit to you as yeah. that that you, you, you do do that. So keep keep speaking to people yeah. and keep helping them because you've experienced the, the dark days. Yeah, of course. And that was one of the, I mean, I wasn't a big talker as in yeah. media and stuff, but then I did start to see the outpour and like I said, not just players, people yeah. coming up to me. And like I said, some were players were phoning me, asking for help and they were struggling and didn't know where to go. And basically just picked my brain basically of what I did and how it was. And obviously I started to realize how much I was helping people. Mm. So that's why I'm so open. Yeah. Obviously I've got myself in a really good place. I've done a lot of work, don't get me wrong. But like I said, once you see, I've always wanted to help people. You know me, yeah. I love yeah. helping and giving. That was yeah. my personality yeah, yeah. anyway. Um, so now if I can help people just by having a conversation, no problems. Anyone wants to come and speak to me, come and any time of the day for me, I'll sit and tell you and I'll be an open as honest as I can be. That's um, but yeah, like I said, it's it's so important, honestly, mm. honestly, I can't speak enough about it. It's, it means everything to me and there's so many people suffering. Yeah. Um, but they have to realise it, it is quite normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's yeah. obviously, I'm honestly, I'm telling you, footballers, uh, big CEOs, I've spoken yeah. to big corporate companies, it's, it's all walk, all walks yeah. of life. It doesn't matter where it is. It affects everybody at some point yeah. or someone you know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, have them conversations, honestly. Even, like I said, speaking to a stranger can help people. Yeah. You'd be so surprised of what someone going through a similar situation. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, um, I, I'm, I'm really passionate about it. Credit to you. Yeah. So, yeah. In, in 2022, Len, yeah. you hung your boots up. Yeah. How hard was that decision after you've gone through and how have you been since? Yeah. Yeah, no, that was tough. Because yeah. I'd had to actually came back from Turkey, it was absolutely flying. Yeah. And you know what it's like with data and stats now. Yeah. Like, literally, I'm hitting like peak times. I'm still sprinting at high, high speeds. Do you know what I mean? Still covering the distance, still playing yeah. well. Even though I was in a, um, a team, Burnley team, which was actually struggling and we obviously got relegated. Uh, individually, I was actually playing quite well. Yeah. Um, I knew I could still play on. So it was definitely a tough decision because when you know the body can still do it, uh, that was the hardest part for me. Uh, and I got a few offers, uh, not great offers, I'll be honest, a few back abroad and obviously then I'd, obviously I had the little man in between. Yeah. So um, there wasn't nothing what was right for me. So no, that was tough. And then first few months, I've, I mean, you probably know though, so like I said, it is tough because mm. you, you're so used to being in this routine. Yeah. And I'm actually thankful I'd done all that work on myself. The, the, honestly, that really helped me because yeah. you do go and you wake up and you're like, whoa, I, no one's telling me where to be, yeah. what to do, what to wear, what to eat. Oh, like I said, where, this has been drilled into me since I was 14 years old. Um, but thankfully, like I said, I've got, I mean, I'm an amazing players. I've got a good family. Um, but I, I pretty much stuck to the same routine. So I started making the gym my routine at the beginning as if I was going to training. 
I'd then go and work on myself or I had other mental health stuff which I've been yeah. working on or a few uh, Sky things or BBC, yeah. whatever it may be, um, podcast, these little things. I'd fit them in around the day. Um, but it's, it is tough because, like, like I said, I still miss it to this day. Yeah. I love football. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then first few months are tough. But once once I'd made peace with it, honestly, like I said, and I am, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it now. Do you think there's more that football could do to help people with, with the, the mental problems? A million, do you think the, a million percent. Yeah. I still, I've had, I've had early talks. I spoke with the PFA, I spoke yeah. with the Premier League. I've sat there, I was as open and as honest as I, as I always am. Yeah. And I literally said, listen, there's so much more needs to be done. Yeah. Listen, yeah. We do so much for the physical side of it. Exactly. Yeah. You've seen it, Doss. We come yeah. in from uh, six weeks off, yeah. mate, off, uh, off season. There's every test that you can think of. Your little toes getting tested. Yeah, it's you know true. I mean? it is. It's down to that yeah. detailed. How can we prevent this? How can we prevent yeah. that? How can we prevent someone struggling with the mental side of it? Yeah. There's, there's not much done. And to refer to a few clubs, they've got a few people in, okay. but it, it's not enough. There's more needs to be done. There's, there's certain, like you say, we have heart tests. We'd have your teeth of checked. Of course. You have ears, your yeah, eyes everything. checked. Yeah. And you say you don't. Part of the body, mate. And you don't don't check your mental side, yeah. which which makes you function yeah. hugely every important. day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's so often overlooked. We've yeah. had people on this podcast. We spoke to Stephen Corker. Yeah. You know, he talked about mental yeah. health struggles that he faced, alcoholism, yeah, yeah, etc. Yeah, Molly yeah, Bartrip spoke about eating disorders Molly, as yeah. a as yeah. a young player coming through the game and and all that stuff. Danny Rose was on here. We yeah. spoke to him. So. You know, this, like you say, this affects so many different people from all walks of life. Of life. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't pick and choose. No, you know I mean? it really you doesn't. Know, it's going to be challenging times throughout your life, regardless. And then it's having the tools to deal with them. That's what I say. It's just, can you give... Now, I think I've helped people just by giving yeah. people a few little tools. Yeah. People think it's all this big drastic, I don't want to go to therapy. And I'm like, honestly, it's not that complicated. Yeah. Trust yeah. me, it will change your life. And it will change everyone around you. Um, You're doing an amazing job, Len. No, Honestly, no, amazing. Yeah. Keep Appreciate keep that, up man. the good work. Yeah, do, what next for Aaron Lennon? You've yeah. just finished your uh, UEFA B license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's coach, is that something? You're... Yeah, Coach Lennon. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah. So um, I've been doing a lot actually on the mental side of it. So I've been working on something also, um, which is not quite ready yet, but we're hoping to have that launched um, really soon, which I've been doing for the last year or so. So I'm excited nice. about that. Um, but the coaching is my football is my passion. Yeah. So I've done a little bit of uh, media which I actually don't mind, because I, yeah. I love football. So I'm one of them, I'll sit and watch any game yeah. and we can have a discussion about it. Um, and I think I see football fairly well. Um, and yeah, but then I started doing my badges and literally from the moment I stepped on that first training pitch, I felt something different again. And I was like, whoa, I love this. Um, it was raining in Manchester, yeah. with these young kids giving me grief. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but no, yeah, seriously. Um, but now nah, I loved it. I knew that's where I wanted to. I'd go home, I was then I started studying, I was watching, and you start watching games differently. Different, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then you're having to plan your session for the following week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's only just past that, uh, the UEFA B. I'm going to go on to UEFA, uh, UEFA, nearly couldn't get that out. <laughs> go on to the A license next. Yeah. yeah. It's some dedication and people yeah. think, look, we had a great career, we enjoyed it. Football, when you're a player, yeah. you have one person to look after yourself. Yeah. How do I get myself in the right, right mindset? your body in the right frame of mind to cross that white line yeah. and how can I individually be good and collectively yeah, but if course. you're a coach yeah. you have everyone to look after it's yeah. it's big responsibility to, isn't it? it's a big responsibility it's tough look I, I, I don't know I sit on a on a panel for a, for a living now and I understand my best friends at Shrewsbury my brothers at Hull it's a tough job being a coach yeah you're yeah. always under it and you've got to get your team playing so yeah Len, good luck, mate. Good yeah, luck. No, honestly, like I said, and as he said, it's totally different. And like I said, I am that person. I said, mm. I knew when I stepped on that pitch, I knew when I stepped on that training pitch, this is me. 
like I said, I'm a hard worker anyway. Always yeah. have been, even as a player. Yeah. Um, and I enjoy that, getting up in the ring, getting out there, let's get the boots on. Let me improve this player. How can I improve it? That excites me. Um, yeah. And I think that's honestly where I'll go next. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's an era of Spurs players coming through to be coaches. Obviously, you've got yeah. yourself. JD, we know, is, yeah. is working as yeah. part of the club. Eunice spoke about doing his yeah. coaching. Sandro's yeah. doing his coaching. There, you go. there is literally... You a dream can, team yeah, there. You name yeah, it. You just named it. There you go. I can think of I can think of a good few players. I'd love to see you back here and uh, out on that training field. Yeah. That'd be incredible. No, yeah. Who knows? Like you said, and I think that's what football is actually missing. Especially, I've been around a few of the academies recently, and um, a lot of we're losing a lot of the ex players to TV. Like, you know, yeah, they want to be course. comfy like dolls. So yeah. <laughs> in the shoot, nice warm studio. The bright lights oh, come calling. It's a different role, yeah. and it is it's completely different. And yeah. I understand why players are doing that. Um, but I do feel that there needs to be more ex-players for these younger lads. Not like, so don't get me wrong, there's some good coaches who have not played the game. Mm. But I still think you have to have that balance. You still need them ex-players who've crossed that line, who've been in them dressing rooms to give them players that the best opportunity. Because football's so tough. Even when you're coming through, a lot of the lads, if they do make it, they're not going to make it, to be fair to them. A lot of them may not come through. Don't get me wrong, if you can get to under-18s and that 21 level, you've got a good chance now. But it's just then just nurturing them and giving them the best opportunity possible. And... Um, Hopefully I can do that for a few. Well then, it's been a pleasure to have you. Nah, Always nice to see you. Thank you for being so open. Yeah. And I wish you luck in the coaching, mate. Nah, I absolutely loved it. It's been a pleasure, guys. Top man, thank you very much. But before you go, yeah. everyone who sits in that seat, mate, has seven questions. Yeah, all right, let's so go. Here we go. Okay. What's your favourite piece of football memorabilia? Ooh. Is that the way I said it right? Yeah. Just near enough? Yeah. Milesy normally goes off. Yeah. Milesy, yeah. He <laughs> says it. <laughs> your favourite piece of football memorabilia that you own yeah and that's funny I don't keep a lot I'm one of them players honestly end of season shirts giving away to charity boots everything okay everything. but I tell you one piece that I have got and my little brother still has this um, my first debut shirt um, for Leeds United nice. yeah yeah so that is the first one that's my first debut so that's the one you wore at White Hart Lane no 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 no, no, yeah, actually, I'm wrong, actually, yeah. I've got that one. I've okay. got two. Okay. He's got his Spurs one as well. He's got his Spurs one as well. No, 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 no. I've got that one and I've got my Leeds debut. And like I said, I've got a few. I've got, my, I've got a few Spurs shirts. I've got a few England one, but I will say my first Leeds shirt was, um, was right up there. Special. Nice. Favourite Spurs kit? Oh. One you played in or could have been one back in the day? Yeah. Oh, let me think now. We had some nice ones. We had, we had some, some bad good, ones we had as well. Some, yeah, we had some, yeah. Remember the first one? Was it the Kappa one? It was really oh, tight. Oh, yes, Kappa, yeah, with the blue bits down the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That one. Oh, that was not the one. <laughs> um, what was my first one? What was my favourite one? I think it was... It's fair, we had some good European ones, one. I like yeah. the all white. I'm you just know, about to say white. that. Crisp. I was just about to say we had it. And we did, I think, a couple of times. And we in Europe, we had the Europe all white. Europe used to wear it. All white. Yep. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, people always talk about that brown kit. In that era, yeah, yeah, the yeah. brown... Do you know what? I didn't like it. No? The manch it's got mansion yeah, on the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, like yeah. that brown kit. We were all in Europe, didn't we? I remember yeah. I didn't like that kit. kit. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I liked it at the I time, and I like it now. They like gold or some kits, by the way. Are they? The brown kit, yeah. I'll try and get me out. Me and Len have got one each. I think I've got a bank of shirts. I've got to send you a picture, see if I've got one. Yeah, that's that's the one I'd be after. As a collector, yeah, everyone says that's that. the one I would love to have. Really what about the uh, the famous? Remember the blue and white one we wore for oh, the uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, centenary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I've five years. <laughs> Did you have a oh, I've got the boots framed in that. Four all Villa. You only scored. Yeah, scored. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if I've got that framed. I think it's somewhere. Yeah, it's not up on my wall anyway. Yeah, we had. Yeah, it was bad time. We had a bad game. We were struggling. Martin, what was going on? What the? Yeah, too much going on. Too excited. 
Um, all right, let's go for the next one, yeah. Lenny. Let's go. Favourite Spurs player you've played with? Oh, man. And there have been some greats. Oh, there have been so many. <laughs> Who could I say? Who's my favourite I played with? I'll have to say... Um, Dorsey's close, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Ledley King. I'm going to say the King. Yeah. I absolutely love playing with him. And there's so many. Oh, man, that's so hard. Kino... Uh, yeah, but I'm going to give it to Leds because um, not only have I never seen anything like him as a, as a centre-half, but as a man also, like, fantastic guy. Looked after me like I was his son. Um, but, like, what a player. Honestly, some of the stuff I've, I've never seen anyone else do. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to give it to, um, to the King. He was unbelievable, wasn't he? The best. Honestly, people it's unbelievable. I say it sometimes, and yeah. I've gone and done a few things, you know, like your best 11. Yeah. And I say lead sometimes and people are like, I can see him half looking yeah. at me and I'm like, yeah. honestly, you need to go yeah, re-watch yeah, these yeah, games. Yeah, go back. Yeah. And like, yeah. we trained with him. Ridiculous. I said, Led was pulling out the sky on his bad foot. Yeah. And people don't even remember that. I'm yeah. like, he pull it out on his left foot. Yeah. Um, and, well, I, I, I always say that, I always say I would never have the Spurs career that hard without having Ledley beside me. As, as a young centre-half, yeah. playing alongside him. Yeah. Unbelievable. Absolutely. Rolls 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 when I say Rolls-Royce, I'm yeah, telling yeah, you yeah, now, yeah. when yeah. I first came to Ledley was the ultimate Rolls-Royce. Yeah. Ultimate. And he was for our first five years. Yeah, yeah, he was. Everyone thinks how he played like he didn't train. It was only our last two or three years yeah, yeah, yeah. that he had it really hard. But yeah. what a guy. Yeah, what yeah. a guy. Yeah, yeah, there's a reason um, there's that mural on Tottenham High Road. Yeah, no yeah, wonder. Yeah, yeah, he deserves yeah. it. Honestly, and rightly, honestly, and rightly so. Yeah. And Spurs fans, they see right, week so. in, week out. Yeah. I think some other people who didn't watch Ledley as much don't realise how yeah. good he was. Yeah. So now we've got one for you. You've got one player. Your your all time Spurs five aside team. So Ledley's obviously oh, in it. Yeah, Ledley's got to be in it. <laughs> in fact, we can have it who you plays you played with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Ledley's got to be in it. Well, can I play no goalkeeper? Well, yeah, you'd have to play Rush, <laughs> won't you? A rush keeper as well. You need a keeper wow. in five aside. You couldn't go without a defender. Yeah, attacker, yeah. Attacker, yeah. Attacker, yeah. I've got attacker. Two, I've got well, Ledley's playing in goal as well. Ledley can do that. <laughs> Ledley can do everything. Luca's got to be in it. I'm going to put Kino in it. Have I got three there? That's three. Yep. There's so many I want to put in it. Gaza's got to go in it. Yeah, there's Bill. Right, you need a keeper. Yeah, there you go. So we've got a keeper, and we'll go to him. Have a minute. King, Luca. Modric. Uh, oh, what a team. Robbie, got, you know. Robbie King, Gareth Bale, and your keeper. Oh. And we're playing a five-a-side. I'm going yeah. to go Gomez, mate. Gomez. Gomez. Yeah, the honestly. octopus. Yeah. Honestly, you're not beat. Yeah. How hard was it to score yeah. past Gomez, even just yeah. in a normal shooting yeah, yeah, session? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a joke. Uh, but put him in a five-a-side, mate. Yeah. <laughs> We're not yeah. scoring past it, but uh, I'm going to go some Gomez. Team. Some team. What a team some that team. is. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to be with fair, that. we were fortunate. Wow. We played with some... Yeah. 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 And, yeah, and we missed a few. And we, you miss out a few. Oh, He's yeah, not even put himself in. No, yeah. He's not put the big head in. Tom Huddleston. JD. Like, honestly, like, the players. Berber. Are the players, I mean, look, I... I speak playing for this amazing fo- yeah. football. Never gives himself enough credit. Right. Like, never gives himself enough credit. Unbelievable credit. He doesn't. What a player. We had something. What a he player. Doesn't give himself enough credit. I know. Um, Lenny, we've spoken about some, some really important stuff today. Yeah. What's one piece of life advice that you would give to people? Enjoy every moment. Enjoy every moment. I've said that life can be short. Life is, um, we don't know when it's going to end. Um, so just enjoy it as much as you can. Enjoy the moments. Um, and enjoy it as much as possible. Like it. Love that. Like beautiful. It. This is an interesting one, this this one. Yeah. Who is your Spurs unsung hero? So a player that you maybe played with that you think didn't get the recognition that the fans maybe 
Should have. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say give, when you put, I was going to give it to you then, but then you said, <laughs> you said the five. I'm like, the five yeah, looked at. So yeah, I gave it to you. Um, who would I say then? Oh, that's a tough question to be fair, because mm. we had some good ones and probably who didn't? Who got a bit of stick and was a player? I'm going to say JJ. I'm okay. really going to say yeah. JJ because yeah. when we first come through in that first group, yeah. yeah, JJ was a top player, mate. Yeah. a top player, probably underrated. And the fans used to get on his case yeah. a little bit. Um, and I think JJ, in some of them, so even challenging moments, even in the dressing room um, as a pro, and even me, I was younger than JJ. Yeah. He was fantastic in the dressing room every single day. It didn't matter what manager came. And I think he probably got a little bit more stick, stick than, than he deserved, deserved and probably not enough credit. Yeah. Nice one. Great player. We talked nice about one. him earlier, you know, that goal yeah. against Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. Was a fantastic servant yeah. to this football club. Yeah, he was, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing amazing great things now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely yeah. flying. Yeah. Of course. Which brings us on to the final one, final boys. I'll let you take this away. Right. Go yeah. on. This is a big one. Yeah. In your opinion, I think, do we have interest to be played with? No, we can't. No. We can't. No, we can't. Let's not go easy no. on him. Yeah. Come on. Go on. Who is the greatest ever Spurs player? The greatest ever. Oh. oh. I'm going to say this, and I might be being biased. I'm going to say this, and I said I've mentioned him already, and I swear to you, I'm going to give it to the king. For me, Honestly, like I said, Gaz and Luca, yeah, ridiculous players, yeah. absolutely. Like I said, world beaters. But I still believe when I first played with Ledley, the first four or five years, yeah. for me, I was the best, one of the, the best, best players I've ever seen. Centre backs, honestly. Um, and I'm so gutted that everyone didn't get to see. And I still feel that he probably didn't get probably to his full potential yeah. because of his knees. Um, but Ledley was probably, for me, still the best. Um, and. I wouldn't disagree with you. Yeah. Definitely, certainly, it. certainly as a as a nation, England, if he'd have been fit all the time. I'm telling you, oh, yeah. frightening, frightening, yeah. frightening, yeah. unbelievable. No what a guy, what a player, yeah. and what a guy you have been, Lenny. <laughs> yeah. It was a pleasure to play with you, <laughs> and it's always a pleasure to see you. Uh, likewise, mate. Cheers, Lenny. Thank you very Thank much. You, man.